friend, and welcome to episode 33 of Hearty Dose Friends. My name is Grant Howitt, this guy over here, why well, he's Chris Taylor, and we're here to answer your role-playing game questions, so come on in, cover yourself in a tartan rug, get a nice big mug of cocoa, and s- settle down and enjoy yourself. Hello, Chris. Hello, I'm too cosy now. Yes, okay, take off the tartan rug. Thanks, I was a little bit warm by the fire. Okay, that's cool. We, we, we don't, and, and maybe like close the door on the uh, on the on the on the stove, the wood burning stove. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's let's make it the right temperature for mm. us. Mm. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. There's a cat here. The cat's happy. Oh. Yeah. I mean, in, in in the imagined world, I mean, there's a cat somewhere in my house, presumably shitting on something. <laughs> Less than ideal. Yeah. Um. So we have some crackers. Of questions today oh, uh, yeah. to answer. Uh, I should also note, listener, um, I am ill. I have a uh, I have a disease in my chest and brain. Um, I um, he's got the mind and chest fogs. I got the mind and chest fog. I have a mighty miasma cruising around my city like it would an interstate. My city, my body, like it would an interstate. Uh, I rather pushed myself too hard on Wednesday night performing a ten minute musical. And um, the illness has claimed me. So if I uh, if I sound a little bit uh, untoward, or there's more coughing even than usual, then that's why. But Chris, that was quite a lot of ado. Let's uh, let's hit it. Ask me a question, my hearty dose friend. All right, all right. We'll do a Reddit one first. Okay. Fun ideas for monster of the week monsters by Jasky Two. Werewolves. Werewolves? Werewolves. Because werewolves are effectively an investigation mission. Because you've got to find out who the dude is. Who the dude is, what the dude do, like, whether the dude know what the dude's doing. That's always fun. Do dude know werewolves? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, werewolf is itself the question you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're oh. good at this. We're oh. good at this. This is why we get money for this. Now, 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 now do one about vampires. Uh, there isn't really so much... Um, oh, vampires. <laughs> they suck, unfortunately. Oh, don't do that again. All right. Um, we could do one for mummies, but then I'd have to wrap this up. Oh, you see? You're just allowing puns into your life now. I hate puns so much. <laughs> this is full license for anybody to do any no, pun they want no, to you. It's no, it's not a license at all. It feels like I'm speaking forbidden syllables. As I spoke those puns, they coalesced in the air around me as inky glyphs. <laughs> It was disgusting. I've got ink on my keyboard now. Just spatting onto the floor. Mm. I, I I think werewolves are fun. I think like the deal with the monster of the week is you can't afford to get too you can't afford to get too creative. Yeah, it can't be. It's very difficult when it's a it's a brand new monster. Yeah, because that because if if it's just there for one week, then there's not and the the player and or just there for one story, as it were. The players have to have something to operate off. Now, certainly, you shouldn't ever use just a basic common or garden monster. You should always change something about them. Yeah, make it interesting. Um, give them something difficult. Like if you've got so if you've got a um, a victim that's been completely exsanguinated with two holes on their neck, mm-hmm. otters. Well, I was going to say like go, go chupacabra. Ah yes 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 that, that's good I like that the go, go, sucker. go 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 goat sucker go go gadget goat sucker <laughs> um I think that and also like the standard um character practice the standard practice I have for making characters which is you take the stereotype and then invert as much of it as you can so fun. they put the blood back into the body yeah go- goat blowers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a load of really swollen, tense goats. <laughs> just, you, touch, you touch them and they just pop. Oh, God. This looks like the work of the goat blower. You've been killed by too much blood. <laughs> I think, well, like like having having werewolves who, um, having a werewolf who is a wolf that changes into a man. Yeah, gotcha. That sort of thing. Or having a werewolf who is a were-different kind of animal. That sort of thing. badger uh, where badger having a a crocodile who um, who lives in the sewers, but it's super intelligent. And, well, not super. It's it's normal intelligent, and uh, it has a library. It's still evil and eats people, but it has a library. Uh-huh. You know that's fun, and it, it it really likes reading books about like picture books about crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fun, you know. It's raided the uh, children's library. The the other thing I would like to advise on monsters of the week, um, as with. Every 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 person you put in the game is to give them a human element, and that's not necessarily um, 
I suppose a humanizing element or something which you, which something which lets you em- empathize with them because that makes them a lot more interesting to tackle. Yeah, and it makes it, it makes them harder to fight as well. Yeah, for sure. When you've got um, something that you can identify with. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, I mean, one of the things we've been doing with Spire, and again, this is a game design podcast, so we should probably talk about the game design, what we do. One of the things which we, like, the big decision we made um, in the villain creation uh, system is we ask what the villain loves and who the villain loves. Um, so you can k- kidnap those things and place a gun to their temple and then threaten the villain. Yeah. If you want. If you're I that really, kind of person. I really want Spire to be the sort of game where you can kidnap someone's mum and hold them in the basement if you want to. Yeah, and we also don't really have any monsters. We have alluded to monsters. Yeah, I don't think we've got any really, have we? Like um, we've got, we've got there's... very dangerous spiders. Yes, there's, there's, there's big spiders, and there's maybe a Loch Ness monster living in one of the food vats. But that's but, it. Yeah, we haven't decided whether that's canonically true or not. And they're not statted. You know, you know what? I, I I don't like the idea of things being canonically true. I should like to have every, like, have every piece of information that exists for Spider, whether written by us or a third party, to exist in this sort of soupy nonsense <laughs> of half truth. Is it true? Yeah. Why not? Fuck the it. maybe broth. Yeah. <sighs> Webs. Whatever you think is right, mate. It's not a novel. Yeah. If it contradicts it, then well done for well done for finding the contradiction. I guess we didn't. <laughs> Congratulations! You're a, be- you're a better man than I, sir. So yeah, humanizing them, uh, giving them, a, giving them something they love, and also like m- making as as with any fight, um, making it not just about fighting. If you just have a fight which is about going in and having a fight, then that's really boring to sit through. Yeah. But if you give them an alternate thing, so like, oh, we have to get here before they eat the person. That's an interesting thing, you know? Yeah, or, or like have... especially with things like werewolves, we've got to find them before X time, otherwise we're never going to find them. Yes, I mean, you just find that person covered in, you know, blood and no clothes. Yeah, but like, if if, if you're a day late... Yeah, that's true. Then you've got to wait another <clears throat> month, but risk more killings. <clears throat> you seen Ginger Snaps? I haven't, no. Oh, it's a cracking film. It takes the idea, it's like just there's a little film recommendation for you here, a listener from from a from like a Monster Hearts or just any sort of uh, werewolf um, prelude capacity. It takes the idea of um, female puberty and rewires it through werewolfhood, <laughs> and it's just it's really cleverly done. It's lovely. I can't recommend it enough. It's brutal and fun and grim and was shot clearly for about twenty quid. <laughs> and All I, the best I, films are yeah. I respect that in a film, like what, like like where you can see the edges. I like that. All right, I've got a question for you. All right, then. This one comes in from Owen, who asks, "You can summon one celebrity from the ether for an enthusiastic one-shot tabletop session of your choice. Who do you pick, and what system?" Now I'm going to modify this a little bit. Okay. I think what we're going to do, Chris, you and I are going to run a session. Now, we're going to assume one of us is playing and one of us is GMing. We don't need to work out who it is. Okay. But we, 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 we have to pick three celebrities. Wow. And, and what game we're playing. And what game. Should we pick the game first? No, I think we need to do it based on but based on who's playing. We're okay, going to tailor cool. it to them. All right. Do you, have, <clears throat> do you have any ideas? I'm trying to think. Like, I can think of unique people... We could go for role players or like people that I know who have role played or do role play. No, I don't want that. I want, I want great actors who are just learning. Oh, oh! So we could teach them to role play. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, can you imagine Anthony Hopkins? Anthony Hopkins, yes, that's, that's who I was thinking. Just, yeah, just rocking up and being like, "What is my part? Who is this dwarf?" And Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. I still can't do the voice. No. Anthony Hopkins. At I I. Grunt, I'm a dwarf. No, I can't. Grunt, Grunt, I'm a dwarf. Listen to me. Listen to me, Grunt. I'm a dwarf. No, it's not. It's not good. No, in there. It's, a, it, um, it's a valiant effort. You've done very well. I, you know what? I've certainly tried a lot. Yeah. Okay. I would. I would have hoppers, but he's getting on a bit now, isn't he? I think like he probably wouldn't want to play too hard. Oh, I think he'd play super hard. I also worry that look. I think I would have a problem maintaining um, authority around hoppers. That is totally fair. He does not look like a man who respects me, as I am no. not a. I am not a powerful director. You are. You are about trash to him. Yes, he doesn't know who I am. 
How about Anthony Worrell Thompson instead? No, because he's okay. weird and, and grimy. He'd, I mean, he'd probably listen. <laughs> I don't think he would. I think he'd be Actually, wanking under the table. So listen, this the, the, the this initially started as a gag, but I think it could actually be fun. Ainsley Harriet. Oh yeah, that would actually be pretty pretty. I would I would really like to have Ainsley Harriet. Give him like, a barbarian. Yeah, or like um, Some, something bombastic. A, an elven bard. Yes, I'd like that a great deal. Maybe should we just do celebrity chefs? I don't know that many celebrity chefs. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's <laughs> I, 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 I watch a lot of. I used to watch a lot of uh, cooking TV. So I mean, I, I, that, I know if I should. Grant, is this just an excuse to get Nigella on? I like because um, I'm okay with that. Maybe all three of them could just be Nigella. <laughs> I no, think that I, would be best. I get the impression she wouldn't turn up. <laughs> no, it would be two Nigellas. Yeah, and a Nigel Slater. Okay, listen, listen. Let's let's let, let's let's stick with stick with with celebrity chefs. Mm-hmm. Easily hear it. I yep. don't. Th- so listen, Nigel. Like Owen says, enthusiastic. I think Nigella Lawson is going to be a bit too cool for school. Fair. And also, like she's not going to she's not going to be listening. She's not she, she, like she's going to. Oh, I don't understand this at all. Oh, blah, blah, blah. like she's not going to bring the intensity of Hopkins no. or the enthusiasm of. Um, I've already forgotten his name. Can't cook, won't cook. What's his fucking name? He did Ainsley couscous. Harriet. Ainsley Harriet, thank you. He did couscous. <laughs> yeah, he has a range of couscous available. I does he? I did not know that. No, he does, yeah. Uh, they're all right. Um, so, Nigel Slater yeah. has such a incredibly poignant delivery of all his recipes. And he brings it forward. He talks in such a crisp way about lamb. And then he gets wankered. And oh. makes and makes a bacon sandwich with half a pint of mayonnaise on it, and just eats the fucker <laughs> on screen, <laughs> which is the best bit of television I've ever seen. Nigel, so this this is worth this is worth explaining. Nigel Slater's first Channel Four show he got was back um, mid to late nineties, I think. It was, it was kind of back before you could really um, say you were gay on TV. Um, and so, like, and so, like, he like he'd go over to his friends who were just friends, and they were two guys who lived in the same house. But um, it was him, and he was still fairly young, and he just and they like he just got licensed from Channel Four to talk about food that he fucking loved. And, and boy, does that man love food! And he and he did, and he was like, "I'm going to make a chicken sandwich," and he put half a jar of mayonnaise on the sandwich, and he was like, "Oh, well, also, I want to make a bacon sandwich, but first to the pub." And he, <laughs> and he came, like they filmed him drunk, and he's like, he's putting ketchup on his sleeve. <laughs> he's so drunk. At least just, I've never seen somebody genuinely enjoy a sandwich that oh hard. Oh god, yeah. And they got it on camera as well, which is yeah. beautiful. Yeah, so yeah. He's just I, moaning in ecstasy. I, I definitely have Slater on. Yeah. I think Slater would be a wonderful cleric. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. Oh, being protected by big old daddy Slater. Oh, big daddy Slates. Now, we've got Nigel Slater. We've got Ainsley Harriet. We, we should go for a third. Now, I I don't know who I, I think we should try and get a woman in there. Okay. But I don't know there's Drunk. I don't know that many yeah. I don't know if it counts. Mm-hmm. Sue Perkins. My god, I'd love to have Sue Perkins within ten feet of me. <laughs> Just in the room, man. Chris Chris, I mean like you say that. I I feel with Nigella Lawson I could handle it. Yeah, no, I would. I I don't think I'd. I don't think that the way I've rated would go down well with perks. No, I, I no. I, 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 I think too, that would backfire horribly. I, think I would, would be a mix between be trouble. a mix between mix of starstruck and entirely unwanted romantic attention. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> she's hella gay. Yes, oh, she's lovely though, isn't she? She's so funny. Her timing's impeccable. What about her but, ex, the food critic? Who's that? What's his name? Oh, Giles Corrin? Yeah. They, they, they weren't together, were they? I thought they were married. No, that was just... that was that was was They used to do a show together. Like They pretended to be married for the for the Good, the good Life episode. Oh, I thought they were actually were married. I don't believe, I don't know. But, I mean, you remember the Good Life episode where Super has dressed up as Felicity Kendall ticking which, the biggest box available? <laughs> Meshed too many things for me all at once. I was not... 
prepared. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm glad you were sitting down. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. You, you would have done yourself a mischief otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, that's the thing. Um, I don't want Giles Corey. He's a dick. Jamie Oliver's a prick. Yeah. Well, I actually know. I think he means well, but I don't want to have to deal with him in my fucking house. No. I get I get the feeling whatever I made for Nigel Slater, he'd love it. You know? Yeah. What, whatever we bought, and he'd be like, oh, this is nice. Oh, thanks, Grant. This is very good. What are you done with that? I feel like... like And like he wouldn't be lying. You'd find something to like about it. Yeah, he's a solid chap. Yeah, all right. Now, we, we, we need a third celebrity chef. Or just a normal person, but I think I think we should stick with the challenge. Yes. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'll cut this out. I'm just going to Google celebrity chef. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I'm googling Super Perkins. Heath Fernsley Whittingstall. See, I was going to suggest him as a druid. Witters. I I I, I get the whole the whole sort of too cool for school thing. That I'd be worried about getting into it. Like, if we want to go for the geek angle, there's 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 Heston. I don't like Heston at all. I don't want to be no. in the same room as him. He doesn't look fun, does he? No, he's a monster. No. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far. I, I think he is. Gino DeCampo? Gino DeCampo. Uh, he's a good-looking guy. I don't know who he is, though. He's he's very, very gay. Okay. And he's lovely. I, d- I don't think I've seen it. Paula Dean, that woman who likes butter? <laughs> she's a racist, from what I can remember. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she's a big racist. Keith Floyd? Well, he's dead, which is tricky, but... From the ether. That's true. I would like to meet Floyd. I always admired the level of cooking that he did, which was just to be fucking, yeah. I'd quite like to get Marcus Waring in, because Marcus Waring looks an awful lot like a poor man's uh, Christoph Waltz. Oh, he does? (laughs) So I could just pretend he's Christoph Waltz. Budget Waltz. Because, I mean, I would love to roleplay with Christoph Waltz. That would be delightful. So we'll just get him and be like... Yeah, he could he be just... a Nazi like he always is. Well, he's, he's only sometimes a Nazi. Eight out of ten films is not sometimes. He's a very good Nazi. Now, I'm going to put one forward. I don't know whether this is... But like I feel he would generally get, he would generally put his all into it. Gary Rhodes. Gary Rhodes? Gary Rhodes! I'm Gary Rhodes. Have you seen my bizarre hair and trouser combo? <laughs> Gary Rhodes, but like, like, I think. Imagine you give Gary Rhodes a fighter; he'd be at the front fucking line of every fight. How do I do it again? I'm Gary Rhodes. Which one of these is a D twenty? I'll roll that one, Gary Rhodes. <laughs> All right then, Delia. I'm Delia. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> This is how you boil an egg. <laughs> all right, okay, okay. I love football oh, for some right, inexplicable okay, okay. reason. No, 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 we're all wrong. Got it wrong. It's Guy Fieri. It is, isn't it? It is. It's Guy Fieri. Thank yep. you. No, that's that's not even an argument. Sorry, ladies, we're picking three blokes. Yeah. Um, there was one woman who did a, who did a really lovely baking show on BBC Two in the mornings, but I don't know what the hell she was called, so she doesn't get in. Yeah. Um, but there was Anthony World Thompson. No, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, fuck. Not Warrell Thompson. Ainsley Harriet as a bard. Yep. Nigel Slater as a cleric, and Guy Fieri as barbarian. No, I think I, I, I have a strange feeling he'd be a rogue. Okay. Not stealthy, but backstabby. No, uh, okay, like 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 a brute rogue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can dig it. And like, I think I I admire his unabashed. Enthusiasm for everything, yeah, for literally anything happening at any time, anything going near his mouth or a car. That is, <laughs> that is what he's down with. Oh, I'd love that. All right, okay. Ask me a question. Okie dokie. This is from fans. Mm-hmm. If you were a dragon, what would you hoard? <sighs> Skulls. Skulls. Yeah, You'd be a be skull like. taker. Well, I'd probably just buy them from places that had spare skulls. <laughs> so, not... you, so you'd be a red dragon to be able to afford the skulls. I'm not going to get all the meat off them myself. I just, I think skulls are cool, but unfortunately, I guess like if I sat on them, the skulls would break, wouldn't they? They would, yeah, crumble. Mm. Well, uh, maybe I've got special kinds of skull. I, I think I, 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 
I would. What, what do you have done? I don't know. I I'd have something just completely useless. I think I think I would just hoard something like small black cubes of different sizes or all the same size. Different sizes. Hmm. Um. Just so that when 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 the wave adventures came, are you just came... looking at dice? No. Okay, Karim. Um, just so that when uh, the Brave Adventurers came in, there's like, finally the Horde! Oh. Oh. Oh, these are just small black cubes. They, think... they must be made of some gemstone! No. Nope. No, they're just, they're just wood painted. <laughs> um, what, but like, is, what like... is this? No, throw them at them and be like, get out of my cave, pricks. Get the fuck out of my, of my cave. These are my building blocks. <laughs> Turn them over. Some of them have got A, B. <laughs> this one's got a star on. It's my favourite. <laughs> it I, fits I, I through mean, the like, hole in the rig. I think it would be really cool to have, like, like jokes aside, a a, um, a dragon who is hoarding obsidian cubes. Yeah. Or obsidian shards. Imagine that. That'd look awesome. That would. Dragon hoarding dragons? Which is dragons all the way down. No, I mean, in a sort of... Um, Almost like, cuckoo type way, where they're taking, they hoard other dragon eggs. Oh right, and then so like a reverse cuckoo. Yeah, they hoard, they they take in, or they, they they steal other people's eggs. Or maybe they just stuff like like stuffed dragons, or plushy dragons, or pictures of dragons. Yeah, just things that remind them of dragons. Yeah, because like they don't like mirrors because uh, they because they were cursed to never see themselves in a mirror, and so instead they just get things that remind them of dragons around. That would work. That's nice. There's a little humanising element for your Monster of the Week, though. Yeah, there you go. Monster yeah. of the Week, dragon. Dragons. Probably a bit out of, out of the mortal ken, but still. It doesn't crop up often on Buffy, does it? No, not as much as you'd think. <clears throat> All right, I've got a question for you. All right. This one is from Reddit. It was submitted by Stitch the Alchemist. And it is high fantasy espionage ideas. Is that a soft G, espionage? Espionage. It's not espionage, is it? There's no D. No, espionage. Espionage. Espionage high fantasy. <laughs> high fantasy. High fantasy espionage ideas. So one of the issues you got with high fantasy espionage is that high fantasy yes. is essentially high technology. Yeah. So you've got cameras everywhere in the mm-hmm. form of scry spells. Mm-hmm. You've got tripwires. And talkative crows. Talkative crows. You've got pressure plates on the floor. Mm-hmm. It's a bloody nightmare. You've got infrared sensors. Yeah. You've or got dragons. Um, Jetpacks. Well, like, I mean, anything with infrasight, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you've got um, flight. Yeah. So you've got jetpacks. You've got, um, like, grapple hooks are a very low level thing to have. You've got teleport. Uh, you've got healing potions. You've got. But, I mean, the other thing you've got, the other issue about espionage, you've got things like detect alignment and um, zone of truth. Yeah. Reveal intent, the spell. <laughs> Like tell plot, yeah. So it makes it nightmarishly difficult to actually be a criminal in high fantasy. Mm. Well, put it this way, I think like the future will not be evenly distributed, and neither will magic. So, if we assume high fantasy espionage ideas, but what you're doing is the majority of people you're dealing with aren't operating on the same level as you, which is the standard espionage idea. And then what you deal with, it gets interesting and challenging when it's spy versus spy in that way. So it's like, uh, we've trained Jason Bourne to be the ultimate spy, now we have to try and catch him. That sort of thing. Yeah, but I mean, the problem is that the size of the score relative to your power level... mm Mm-hmm is going to be such that the people who are protecting it are almost uh, are almost exactly your power level. Mm. Or higher. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the problem with any espionage game, right? Yes, but in, in, in a standard espionage game, you don't, ha- you don't have reveal emotion. So I suppose <clears throat> what, I, what I do, and so I'm, I'm, um, I'm, gonna start, I'm actually starting a new Dungeons & Dragons campaign next week, um, and I'm going to go through and... I, I have the opportunity to start it with, I think it's all new players, people who've never played D&D, and some who've never played role-playing games before. So I'm going to mould these fuckers in my image. Yep. And, um, which is going to be unpleasant for a lot of them, because most of them are women. But hey-ho, <laughs> uh, they the won't look like you. I mean, it's not a bad look. But the, um, 
the main thing I'm going to go through is is uh, the only thing I'm going to do is go through and remove your detect alignment, your detect evil, your zone of truth because they're intensely boring. They really are. It's a bit like a, a bit like the way that um, we invented cell phones, and then we had to try and come up with plots that didn't revolve around people not being informed about things. Yes. <laughs> you know, because you can just call someone, and it just circumnavigates so much of the drama from old TV shows and a lot of a lot of books and stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, um, if you're doing a, a Cold Cthulhu horror campaign, yeah. you've got to take their phones away from them or make their phones not work. Yeah. Otherwise, they're not clothes. alone. Oh, Chris, do you remember Little Girl Lost? I do. Little Girl Lost was a... Um, now, we, we we try to be very positive on this show, so um, I will not talk about Little Girl Lost. Let's move on. <laughs> I was going to say, is a released product now? Yeah, well, just suffice to say, Little Girl Lost has a... It's an eco-terrorist adventure, which has a quite a long section on what what um, mobile phone provider you're with, depending on coverage. And there is, in fact, an eco-terrorist plot to swap out your phones with ones that don't have as good coverage in the Ritual Magic site. <laughs> we don't know if that made the end book. I fucking hope it didn't. But just like, that's the pettiest shit available. It is. It anyway, really anyway, is. Anyway. Um, Where were we? Um, high fantasy espionage. So I think you've got some exciting things around the idea of um, it makes a lot of the ways in which you would be tracked easier. Sorry, uh, like uh, so, like using mending to repair your way through, or using uh, like magically forging a document. Yeah, and I think that it takes the idea of, in a way, there's something fairly interesting about it because. Back in the day, but if you look at like, um, oh, what's it called? The old Anglo-Saxon story about the lad chops off a monster's arm. Beowulf. Yeah. Beowulf's got a magic sword, which means it's a really good sword. And we don't understand how swords are made, so it is a sufficiently advanced technology, and it is magic. And you kind of do something similar to that once you start playing espionage games. Once, like, like, basically, once you start having mages hunting them and the best of the best hunting them, then you take everything out of the realm of oh, this guy tripped up and did this thing, and you go up into well, we use magic. Well, like, well, we're identifying residences at this point. The other thing I'd be interested in looking at is cryptomancer, because cryptomancer is a fi- high fantasy game about hacking, which has no hacking skill. Yeah. It just has, it's, it's like, no, no, work it out. You can't just go up and tap buttons on a keyboard. That isn't how it works. Get the password out of someone. Chad Walker did his work. Good work. Good work, Chad Walker. Excellent book, Cryptomancer. Yeah. That, should that be our recommendation for this week? Because there aren't any Kickstarters I really care about. I think about. it should be. Yeah, our recommendation for this week is Cryptomancer. It's, um, it's, it's very much, uh, it's, it's, it, a lot of it inspired uh, Spire. Um, a lot of it is uh, is very clever in terms of looking at how a high fantasy society or like a moderate fantasy society deals with uh, information technology coming in all of a sudden. And it has um, it has dwarfs who are a bit shit, which I really like. <laughs> which is important. Yeah, I think everyone should be a bit shit. I think like the dwarves are. Um, hiding in their caves and don't like coming outside too much because because it's bad. Uh, the elves are all drug addicts. And the humans are untrustworthy sons of bitches. Which is about right, really. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that's our recommendation. I I think it's tricky. I think it's tricky to do any to do high fantasy, to do any any sort of espionage game, which is why I never do. I think the key would be to make it so that you are completely underpowered. Mm. So, as you say, the future is not evenly distributed. Mm-hmm. You are unable to cast spells. Yeah. However, you are you can cast spells from scrolls. <clears throat> nah, that's interesting. Yeah, wands. So, what do you, what do you bring? Where does your money go? Do you go on a that, job first to nick some scrolls? Yeah, that's an interesting idea. I like that Have, having it quite crunchy in that way. Yeah. So, like, you know, a wand of mending, as you yeah. say, is going to be amazingly useful. But you might have one teleport. Yeah. So you like, can get like, in like or emergency out. Emergency teleport. Yeah. And only one of you. So I also quite the idea of, of taking the, taking a note from Shadowrun. Good lord! Sh- yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. It's just kind a kind of way of describing how I feel about Shadowrun. But the idea of industrial espionage, like private espionage, rather than yeah. um, um, governmental 
uh, public espionage, as it were, which is a, a, a bad mix of words. But governmental espionage interests me less than private espionage, and that 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 sort of interests me. And in, in like like the idea is like you uh, you are all, uh, you are all uh, devoted to and have been hired by a guild of wizards. Um, and they are and they are pitting you against a rival guild of wizards in the same city, and you have to subvert their activities. And you can't just rock up and have a mage war because everyone would die. So you're doing things like getting that, um, getting that scroll of uh, of, of disguised person, and using that to let your mates in. Yeah, and that sort of thing. Also, dragons are there. I think I, I actually no fuck it. You're just employed by dragons. Yep. Who are, you are who are the heads of CEOs of corporations? No, no, they're just normal dragons. <laughs> oh. and you are you're going in to disrupt the activities of other rival dragons and steal their stuff. If I wanted a dragon in a suit, well, I'd just play Shadowrun then. No, but like a big suit. Oh, like a big suit. Not yeah. not like not like a shapeshifted dragon into a human. No, or a dragon man in a suit. Just like just like a big. Does it fit? Of course, it fits. It yes, looks great. It's, I imagine it looks, yeah. it looks astonishing. It looks brilliant. Very. It's not. It's not a normal suit because it. You know, it's shaped. No, like a it's dragon. shaped to a fit a dragon. Yeah, so it's okay. like putting a chihuahua in one of those suits. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me a question. Uh, what real world animal would you like as a fantasy steed? Assuming you can make anything big or small enough to ride. That's by trivia lad. That's fucking. Like the second bit of that question is huge because without the second part of it, bear obviously. obviously. But with the second part of it, you can make anything big or small enough to ride. I have a question. Mm-hmm. If the animal can fly, when I ride it, do we get to fly? Yes. Swan. <laughs> swan in seconds. Swan. A big enough swan for me to ride, like a swan boat, but an actual fucking swan. Presumably a black swan to match your heart. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I really, maybe... you're going to go goth with this. Growth and everything else. Now, honestly, I think black swans are kind of cool, but they're a bit one note, and it's quite hard to pick them out. Whereas the whereas the the white swan has has that really crisp, uh, dark eye and bright beak against the whiteness, which I like. <laughs> See, what I like in my in my flying mount is contrast. Indeed, I like contrast, sir. Or, or a griffin, but that isn't a real world animal. I think I think I would like a rideable swan. No, I'm thinking something creepy like a dragonfly. Oh, I mean, you've got to fucking sit on it. You sure? Can, uh, can you? But can you imagine a giant dragonfly with that weird yeah. prehensile ass? Oh, I don't like them. Neither do I. But I think it would freak everyone else out slightly more. I don't like the way that their bodies don't really move at all. They they move a lot. But like, but like, they're just like twigs that hover. Yeah. I don't I don't appreciate that. They don't seem like animal. They seem like little robots. But they can touch their head with their with their ass. Well, everyone can do that. They're not special. Not everyone can do that. I'll, I'll, I'll do it now. Hang on a sec. That's, that's grotesque. I did it. That's, that's utterly grotesque. Do you believe I did it? Yes. Good. Uh, Put it away. Uh, that's, that's, that's the problem. Put it away. <laughs> okay. Well, well, well played with the pop. Thank you very much. Um, I... I don't like dragonflies, and I don't think you should fucking ride one, you're weirdo. Alright, alright. I would like an owl. I think I'd do well astride an owl. I like that. I've got to say, I like an owl. I'm just worried about where you'd sit. Swans seem to have a natural bit where you can slot in. Yeah. The owl, not quite so spacious as a bird. When it's flying, you're fine. Oh, so once it lands, you just fucking roll off. No, I mean... You've, we've all seen the gif of that owl that kind of stops along on its legs. Mm-hmm. While he's doing that, back is horizontal. Ah, so you, you, you've got kind of a papoose situation. No, I'm, si- I'm sitting on the back, strapped in. Mm, okay. I'm imagining you like like um like like a dragon rider, like like you've got a harness around the owl, and and so like 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 you you strap yourself in around the hips, leaving your arms free for bow and arrow. No, no, no! I like like you're, you're you're in a harness that that when the owl is vertical, you too are vertical. Yes, that's that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yes, yeah, and you're, then you're it as well. snaps d- down so that you are vertical while the bird is horizontal. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Fair play. But that's I a big wanna, owl, huh? It's a big owl. Because like the swan I'd ride is probably probably like only two or three times the size of a normal swan. No, this is this is large. That's a big fucking owl. Yeah, really big. 
Have we maybe jumped the gun a bit and gone to flying? Should we go for something a bit? All right, let's have a look at land steed. So, I've got two. All right. One, rhino. Both tight and sweet. Both tight and sweet. Actually, I've got three. Hippo. Oh, filthy. Hippos and rhinos are very much the D&D monsters of the real world. Filthy. Now, the one, I, the, now the one I'd like most of all is the... It's now extinct. Um, so I assume that um, archaeology... Archaeozoology is, is allowed here. There, yeah, was sure. a gi- there was a giant sloth easily the height of a man at the shoulder. Okay. Well, you mind, you could just have a normal-sized sloth and scale it up. No, that's true, actually. I don't know. Like they, they don't know what these ones look like with the meat on, so I'm just sort of imagining that I'm riding around a, a sloth skeleton, which would be kind of, <laughs> kind of rad. I don't know, because like, like the giant sloth did a lot more walking on the ground and fucking shit up. Sure. Whereas, whereas a big normal sloth, what I've got there is a carpet I have to feed. Yeah, that's not going to take you anywhere, is it? It's not a great mount. It's a hammock. And what it's going to do is it's going to touch you with its hands. Its horrible hands. It's awful, awful hands. <laughs> oh, oh no. You're going to be asleep. No. And it's going to mm. slowly climb up the side of your bed like, that's, like that girl from The Ring. <laughs> Falling asleep several times on the way up. <laughs> yeah, painfully slowly, but so slowly yeah. you're not going to wake up. Until yeah. you feel this hand just kind of close it's over like, your mouth like, and nose. Like, I'm, 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 just, I'm just imagining that like, you, you feel that long single finger questing between your teeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, nope. I'm after what's inside, boy. <laughs> Bring it up. I will have it. I'm going to pilot you like a robot suit. <laughs> I'm going to wear you like a pair of cheap trousers. <laughs> I'm going to drive you like a stolen car, you brigand. <laughs> That's kind of hot. <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't a sloth, I could kind of dig it. Yeah, yeah like yeah. If, if, if it was maybe an attractive person who said that to me, I could maybe be like, oh, okay, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk. Let's, 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 let's do this thing. Let's make this if happen. it was, a, if it was a creepy sloth, who's just woken me up doing this. <laughs> Less, less enticing. Holding a tiny sloth-ready revolver against my temple. (laughs) Now drive. (laughs) (laughs) I demand hibiscus. uh, By the way, uh, this is a fun fact. Uh, Hibiscus flowers are like chocolate for sloths. Oh, good. A little true fact. Um, Okay, I put forward some really good ones there. What, What do you want? Land so base. most of mine have been nightmare horrors. Yeah, maybe get one which maybe get one which you actually want to fucking sit on. So this is fairly fairly easy to understand why is the noble capybara. <gasps> oh, the capy! The noble capybara, oh, yeah. faithful paladin steed, best friend and can confidant. I make, can I make a suggestion? Yep. You don't size it up. You just stand on it. No. No, no, no. You don't. Say, it's fine with it, and it just trots along at normal speed. <laughs> <laughs> No, I want a nice big cappy. Oh, it would be nice to have a big cappy, wouldn't it? Oh, or a weasel. Oh. I think I'd, I think I'd fall off that. Uh, but how fast would you go? I mean, pretty fast, but I'm not sure how I'd grip the fucker, you know? It'd be like, yeah. trying to ride, like, like trying to ride one of those Chinese dragons. Yeah. Like a snake. But no, flying owl, land capybara. What about a basilisk lizard? They can run over water. That's not real. And they're, no, they're, no, it's like it's like the Jesus lizard. It's, uh, it's, it's 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 that lizard. They've got those big flappy feet, and they run like complete fucking idiots. But they oh, is that the ones that water. can run on water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe they're called basilisk lizards. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, because that would let you run over water. But then again, so would an owl. Well, I don't think it would. Why? Because I think that that run over water time only works because their feet are sized as such that it's the right size for their body weight. So mate, anything additional mate, would then cause them to sink. If an owl can fly with you on his back, I think we can we we can gloss over the uh, the Jesus lizard. Uh, fine, fine. Because the, the second you get on an owl, if we if we just scale it up, its oversized bones break and it dies. I mean, you probably wouldn't fine. even need to stand on it; it would collapse under its own weight, <laughs> like a bumblebee. <laughs> oh, a bumblebee! I mean, they can't fly as it is. Well, legally, they can't fly. Yeah. 
But imagine having a really nice big bee that you sit on. Think of the volume. Think of how loud that drone, that bow-wow-wow noise is going to be. Think how comfy it would be. They're riding a sofa. Oh, yeah, you could just curl up in that. Oh, I'd like that. Norm on some nectar. What, this, this, like, pluck it off its legs from similarly giant flowers? Yum, yum, yum. Mm, Lovely. Okay. Good. That was a cracking question. (laughs) That was a brilliant question. Good work, trivia lad. Alright, um, it's my turn, isn't it? It is, it's the last one. Will asks, What fantasy creature makes the best kebab, either cooks or is made into? Now, this is this is coming off the back of the Hearty Dice Discord. Um, the Hearty Dice Discord this week has just been pictures of kebabs that we want to eat or have eaten, it's, or it's are been, eating. It's been pretty dense with bab meat. It's been difficult for you, Chris, because you don't live near anywhere that makes a kebab. No, uh, maybe a good... 15 miles from a kebab? Yeah. Whereas it started on Monday and within half an hour I had already walked to a kebab shop and gotten one. <laughs> yes. Uh, so if, 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 you want, if you're having problems losing weight, please don't, um, don't sign up to our Patreon because um, you get access to the Discord and you have to look at pictures of kebabs all week. Beautifully tasty food. Oh my god, gorgeous looking kebabs though. So excited. Mm. Um, so it's come off the back of that and Will, um, faithful patron Will has asked us this. What creature makes the best kebab? So I, think, let's go... I think orcs are probably quite a good chef. Should we go for cooks first? Yeah. Definitely orcs. Yeah. Like, um... If, if you're looking at hunks of meat... They've already got the cleavers... Yep. ...ready there. Um, now, are we going for Donna, or are we going for Shish? Or both. I think orcs perhaps lack the technology for Donna kebabs. I don't think that's true, because I'm fairly have sure you, that... Actually, come to think of it, have you ever seen a donut kebab not cooked on an upright grill? No. It must be possible. It must have come from somewhere. Yeah. But, hmm. I mean, that I don't think that's past them. Like, if they can cook food on a spit... They can work it out, can't they? They can yeah. work it out. Yeah, okay. It's not a problem. Yeah, definitely orcs. I think, like, an orc kebab is going to be quite chewy. Yep. Very spicy. Yes, and very... Fatty, not necessarily yeah. greasy, but very fatty. No, but fat, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm imagining perhaps a certain bitterness, but it's an acquired taste. Yeah. You know, like, uh, like sumac? You don't know what sumac is. I don't do know you? what sumac is, no, I'm not it's, that it's a, it's, it's a bitter spice. Um, it's quite, it's, quite <laughs> it's a bitter spice. It's a bitter spice. <laughs> the sloth pushes the gun further into your head. <laughs> I demand the bitterest of spices, you cur. You wished for this. <laughs> Why did you make me so big, you horrible little bastard? Why did you make me at all? <laughs> <laughs> now drive. Um, I think that also what what uh, what sources are popular in orc kebabs? I don't, I'm you know what I'm not getting garlic. No, I'm not thinking garlic. I'm thinking curry. I'm, 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 I'm thinking. I'm thinking indeterminate red sauce. Yeah, like like a spicy red sauce. It's not tomato. No, it's but it's lumpy. There's maybe a tomato in it. I don't, I don't think I'm getting like root veg maybe as well. I don't taste it much. Do they probably wouldn't be root no. veg. But um, yeah, some sort of red sauce. Like like a pasta sauce. Mmm. Like yeah. density. Yeah. So like we're, we're talking chunks of peppers and onion and stuff. Yeah. Like, like big chunks, and it's been cooked for three days. Yeah. So they're very yeah, soft. Yeah, very soft. Very spicy. Put that over your roast meat. Oh, I really want an orc kebab, Chris. Oh, it sounds so good. I'm getting I'm getting back into the old I really want to eat a forest dragon issue. <laughs> <laughs> now, what creature is made into the best kebab? Red dragon. Nah, nah. We've already established they're a little bit spicy. Nah, we established they weren't a little bit spicy. I thought we had. Because that, that would be too easy. Okay. I imagine they taste like old petroleum. I imagine, you know, like yeah, it's that's be, fair. Mm. Green dragon's obviously delicious, but we've already answered which dragon tastes the best. I don't, yeah. I'm not even sure whether that question was asked, but we have answered that. <laughs> that's the kind of service we provide. Now I know neither owls nor bears taste good, but an owl bear. Mm. Now that's a different. That's a different kettle of owls. Mm. I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get my monster manual. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. He returns. 
Right. <clears throat> What's the manual? Zorn. No. Dragon Turtle. Yuanti. Yuanti. He just glosses over the Dragon Turtle. <sighs> like drag, like mock Dragon Turtle soup. Yeah. That could work, I guess. I don't think I don't think it's a kebab though. You don't get fish kebabs, do you? It could be quite efficient. No, that's very true. Oh, hey, Chris. Unicorn. So good. So fresh. Comes with its own spit. (laughs) Thorn. The ultimate. Ultimate mystery. The thorn? What's a thorn? Thorn. What is that? Tumnus? Oh, a thorn! Ah, they can can speak and shit, man. I don't want to eat one of those. The legs can't. of a fawn. doesn't need its legs. Hmm, not a lot of delicious looking creatures here, if I'm honest with you. No, because they're monsters, not... They're either intelligent or... Like a celestial bison, I think would be quite tasty. Celestial anything's going to taste better, right? Yeah. It's going to generically taste superior. Manticore's going to taste like shit. Yeah. <sighs> Liches don't have any meat on them. Kenku? That's crow meat. Yeah, it's not going to be nice, is it? Also, it can talk. Barely. Its wings can't. <laughs> I don't want wings. I don't want Also, they don't have wings. They were cursed not to have wings. Their arms can't. <laughs> Their faces can't. Why don't you just shut up? <laughs> like I shut up that Kenku. I don't want to eat any of this shit, Chris. None of these look nice. You know what I want? Tasty monsters. Actually, Chris, I've got it. Right. Chimera. So you got a mix of meats. It's a mixed kebab that's walking around. That's genius. That's the you've one. Got, you've got lion, which I guess is close to cat meat. Which is, of course, you've, delicious. Mm-hmm. You've got a ram, which is basically sheep, which yeah. is basically lamb, which is delicious. And you've got a dragon, which, as we all know... If I don't go to eat a dragon before I before I die, I will die an unhappy man. Yeah. So you've got that incredible. I can imagine like like how about Chimera prepared nine ways. That's what I'd like. <laughs> Three individual ways for each part of the beast. Yes. Mmm. 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 Delicioso. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much for writing in those questions, and thank you for making so much of them um, so broadly answerable. <laughs> so vague. So incredibly vague. Uh, uh, yes, so to, to answer your question, Will, I would like an orc to cook a chimera kebab for me, please. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll take two. Kebab mirror, no. Um, we, chimera. We, we, neither are good. No, fair. We love you. We wanted to say to you that you've just been looking so good recently, and we want to grab you and whisk you away from all this. We're going to marry you, both of us, in a church in the north of England, where sheep wander around outside, and we'll bring you in. It'll just be the two of us and a vicar, and the vicar's really confused because he doesn't know what's going on, but we'll get him to marry us anyway. But there's a sloth with a gun to his head, so he has no choice. Yeah, the sloth's, the sloth's weirdly into this. I, yeah. think, I, th- I think he's just enjoying how upset the vicar is. So This we're, is where we're t- we've been driving. We're finding our allies where we can. The, uh, the sloth has been behind this the whole time. He wants us to marry you. Honestly, I'm, a, I'm already married, and I believe Chris is still married, so we're both committing a crime by doing this, but sloth <laughs> does not care for the law of man. Nor beast. <laughs> Nor beast. Especially not the law of beast. He is he is basically forcing you and us to undergo uh, bigamy, and I'm sorry that we brought you into this, but we do love you. Despite everything. Marry them, priest. Drive <laughs> to the honeymoon. <laughs> I'll have the priest drive you to the honeymoon, and then I'll hold you at gunpoint to make sure you enjoy the sunsets. <laughs> I thought actually, I, I had this weird image of him saying, "And I'm going to stay here and enjoy this church." <laughs> priest, they're in your hands now, and he. Achingly, slowly puts the gun in the priest's hands and nods. <laughs> you, you know what to do. And puts that one awful fingernail down over it and into his mouth. <laughs> da, 
Don't wrong me, God Bodra, or I'll eat your fucking eyes. Now, where's that altar? <laughs> oh, this thing's the worst! <laughs> I don't want to know what he's doing with the altar. I think, like, 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 like the film does not show it. No. <laughs> um, we love you very much. If you've enjoyed this and you're not currently a patron, please come along to patreon.com forward slash hearty dice friends and sling us some cash. Um, you know, um, throw it in a pound. Us, it lets us buy food and such. It lets us buy food and such, which is nice, especially seeing as I didn't release a game this month. So that's that would be really appreciated. Yeah, we uh, we are on Twitter. You can follow us at hdfpodcast dot um, on Twitter. We we're not hugely active on there, to be honest with you. But you know, if you fo- maybe if more of you followed us, we would be. Huh? How about that? Hey, hey, huh? Your fault. Hey. Yeah, your fault. And um, I think that's us. If you have any questions, please um, send them through on Twitter or uh, on the Discord or wherever, and we will do our best to answer them. My name is Grant Howitt, his name is Chris Taylor, and we are the Hearty Dice Friends. Goodbye, friend. Goodbye. Try.